Welcome to Next Man Up, your fantasy football podcast for all your starts, sits, ad drops, and other fantasy football news. I'm your host and commissioner, Derek Rieger, and I'm here with my two close and intimate friends, Angelo Madison Jr. and Greg Avazi. And we have a guest today. Welcome, defending league champion Keith Rhodes. How you boys doing today? Pretty good after uh, drafting the best roster in the league. Uh, well, we'll see about that, Greg. Yo, we this are. Season will uh, tell. We're very excited right now. Like we just we just finished the draft. Um, some of us are scared. Some of us have like major anxiety issues. Some regrets, definitely. Uh, mistakes were made, uh, but you know we're gonna learn from them and we're gonna talk about them. And I'm I'm excited for this year, boys. Like it's gonna be a good year. Not sure. excited like, to not excited to uh, face Angela week one, That's but uh, gonna, wow. I don't think I don't think anybody's really excited to uh, to face Angelo after his first round pick of uh, who was it? Le'Veon Bell. Oh no! They all thought I was going Saquon. I was hoping you were going Saquon. Uh, it's like, no, that would have been nice. Yeah. No, 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 no. And Angelo also hid his team name leading up to the draft, and uh, he went with the Killer Bees. For Brown, Bell, and uh, you didn't get Big Ben, but... Kelvin Benjamin. And 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 Kelvin Kelvin Benjamin. Jesus. Um, And LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, yeah, don't forget. Oh, he's going to be a key piece to this uh, fantasy team. He's coming. (laughs) He's coming. Don't you worry. Guys, I feel like my team name is incomplete. I went for the uh, Shanahan Banana Hammocks. And uh, I passed on Jarek McKinnon in the third round. Uh, we're going to get into that later because these guys are going to roast me for some Joe Mixon action. But, um, you know, what? Let's, let's just get right into it. So we got question of the day coming in here. What was the biggest bonehead move of the draft? We Mixon? All... What? Mixon. I should have made this into a better segue. All right, who's roasting me? Yeah. It's all right, Derek. Your time will come. Well, what, let's see. Let's inform the audience where you took Mixon. What is that, round three, pick and that's five? Round three, including right? the keepers. So round two of actual drafting. Right. So thir- 35th pick overall, essentially. And who did you? what other running backs were available when you picked him? We got Jarek McKinnon was on the board. Um, we got Jordan, workload there. Jordan Howard was on the board. Thousand yards yes. past two seasons. Yeah. Alex Collins was still on the board. Alex Collins. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really. That like Alex Collins was good for the fourth round. I don't know. Oh, Lewis, I would have had before Joe Mixon. I. That's a hot take. Uh, That's a hot it's, take. It's yeah, kinda, I don't like, know. You don't. You don't go and pick up a Dion Lewis just not to use him. I'm, Honestly, I'm worried, I think, Derek. I'm worried. I think Mixon and Lewis are in the same tier in my mind. Oh no! Oh, this, dude, let's let's pull up some uh, Joe Mixon stats from last year. I really uh, well, I got I got some. I, first of all, I thought this this roast was the heat was going to be a lot like hotter coming off of this roast. I I thought my feelings were going to hurt. I was going to cry a little bit. Like I, I was really looking forward to this, but you guys are just like, ah, oh, Derek, that was stupid, and uh, we're gonna move on. But I have, I have a defense of Joe Mixon. Not the first defense of Joe Mixon. Oh, okay, that's that's in poor taste. That's that, you went there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh um, and you said they weren't gonna be fired. <laughs> <laughs> so last last year in 2017, the offensive line of the Cincinnati Bengals generated a measly 1.31 yards before contact. That's the 10th worst in the NFL. Just painting a picture, the entire Bengals offense also only ran about 58 plays a game, which is probably the lowest offensive output in the history of the NFL. Like I don't I don't have that fact exactly, you but have some stats on that? I need to see some proof. It's basically saying like if if you were to take into consideration the average of Marvin Lewis, um, oh, and you know that Marvin Lewis is still the coach. Yes, I do know that, and <laughs> that he sucks. That's all you need to know. He's, no, but go on. He go still on. has a job. He still has a job. But basically, what I'm trying to get at with this stat is: last year, the Bengals' offense only really ran enough plays to, you know, on average, complete 41 or 41, 14 and a half games. Instead of 16. The offense was never on the field. And do you think that's going to change this year? 
I do. I think there's going to be some positive regression, regression to the mean because everybody like doesn't know what positive regression means. It's just they're going to get better. And despite all of these metrics, Joe Mex Joe Mixon on top of not receiving a work a full workload until uh week 6, he somehow finished as the 13 running back overall. Jump into this this year, Jeremy Hill's gone. Is that 13 PPR? I'm not sure, actually. I'm guessing PPR. It might have been PPR. We're in a half-point PPR this this year, so like I'm fine with that. Um, he does have some pass-catching ability. So, Jeremy Hill's gone now. When Jeremy Hill went down in 2017, Joe Mixon was getting 20, 20 touches a game. The O-line has been addressed. They selected a center in the first round. They traded for another O-lineman. The most excited thing I'm, I'm excited about for the O-line is they they actually hired O-line coach Frank Pollock, who was the offensive line coach for a little team known as the Dallas Cowboys over the past three years, I believe. So I'm expecting the O-line to greatly improve. And on top of all of this, he cut 12 pounds off of his frame. He is going to be a lean, mean, rushing machine for 2018, it's about to turn in a wrap. I'm like rhyming so much. And he has top five running back upside. So do I regret the pick? In yes. Second round? Third yeah, round. No. It was the third round. Do All I regret right. the pick? Yes. Was it a bad pick? Potentially no. He carries risk, but it could, you know, he could hit and, you know, he'd be up there with. You know, David Johnson, who I took in the first round, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm ready. Like, that really, that really set me up for that pick, honestly, because I have, I have the, the uh, workload with David Johnson. I'm just ready to go. Now, allow me, allow me to retort. You okay. say that since Jeremy Hill's gone, he's going to get a much higher workload, right? Yep. You know how many carries Jeremy Hill had last year? How many? 37. Ooh. And then you know how many carries Giovanni Bernard had last year? How many? 105. Okay. So I'm thinking Giovanni Bernard gets 10 more carries. Mixon gets maybe 15 more carries. Giovanni Bernard last year, 4.4 yards per carry. 43 receptions, 389 yards. Joe Mixon last year, 3.5 yards per carry. 30 receptions, 287 yards it was, receiving. It was the 12 pounds he had. It was holding him back. It was that, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I see. He I was see, a little chunky. <laughs> I don't see much more improvement at all for Joe Mixon. I, okay. He may hit 1,000 yards total. I think his, his total scrimmage yards cap is probably like 1,000, 1,100 yards. If, if at I, most. If I may get in here really fast. Um, okay, I understand that Joe Mixon... You know, didn't have a great season. There's some nagging injuries there. You know, he had a little bit of difficulty. That's fine. However, Derek, did you know that Giovanni Bernard is the eighth leading rusher since 2013 in fantasy points? I did not. But so he's going to lose a little work. But I think Joe Mixon's going to be the bell cow. That, that scares me. They want him to be the man in they, Cincinnati. They want him to be, but... Giovanni Bernard's still there. Higher yard per carry average. Giovanni Bernard's still there. A more efficient more back. Giovanni Bernard did not get drafted in our league. And rightfully so. Like, he's, he's not going to... Well, what does that gonna, say about Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon... And how god-awful that pick was. Joe Mixon is going to be fine. I, I have my doubts. Moving on. <laughs> so I, I just want to talk about uh, Brandon's pick. So he, he took James White in the seventh round. Just just real quick, this is going to be the third string running back on the Patriots offense behind Rex Burkhead, who I was able to get in the 11th, 12th round, I believe. That was a value. But uh, And Sony Michelle. His ADP is currently dra being drafted at the first first pick in the eleventh round um, in a twelve team league, so that would e that would even be later later in our like mid eleventh round. So that was a huge huge reach by Brandon on James White. Patriots backfield is going to be un unpredictable. There's going to be stud weeks and dud weeks, but James White's probably going to be the least involved in this backfield, and I have him ranked 
around my running back 50. So not even close to fantasy relevance. I think Brandon really messed up on that pick. I'm going to go with Alshon Jeffrey at the end of the fifth round. Because that's that. uh, well, last year injury many, concerns. Yeah, he's he's supposedly starting potentially starting the season on the pup list, which will put him out six weeks. So there you are, minus six weeks of production already. Oh, you got me there. Uh, Nelson Aguilar has had a great se- had a great season last year and is stepping up. And Alshon's stats from last year were not that great anyway. I need to pull them up real quick. He didn't have. I know he was well under a thousand yards receiving. Yeah, 789 yards receiving, only 57 receptions on 120 targets. Yikes. I'm not, I'm not really feeling that Alshon is this scary. year. I'm not gonna lie to you, that's scary. Well, it's also, it's also a first year in the system. Carson Wentz spreads the ball around. I also want to refute that the report of the, the on the of him starting on the pup and missing six games. Doug Peterson has actually come out and said. He doesn't know where that report came from. It's definitely concerning because it like six games is huge when you're talking about any fantasy player. He's not he's definitely not somebody I was targeting. Where did you say he was drafted? The fifth round? Yeah, end of five. And a ten a ten team league. So and a ten team that's league. That's earlier in a twelve team. Right, so. right, right. There certainly were a few wide receivers you could have gone with yeah. before Al Shaw. I was not, not a big fan of that one. That and he also he had nine touchdowns last year on only fifty seven catches, so there's gotta be a regression in that touchdown rate as well. Well yeah. There's no way you're scoring nine. Carson Wentz 60 catches had a crazy percentage yeah. of, of touchdowns. But you know, this is Chris Vecchio drafting. We really gotta <laughs> yes. give him a learning <laughs> curve on this That'll one. Regression to the mean, right, Derek? Yeah, regression regression yeah, to the mean. Yeah. Yeah. Carson Wentz won't throw that many touchdowns. Yeah. Neither would Deshaun Watson. You know, who took Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz in our draft? I forget. Just wait for it. Quarterback oh, whisper, baby. Man. Last year, Brady and Wentz, top oh, top two quarterbacks when they were playing. A lot riding on those torn ACLs. Greg? Mr. Reliable, Blake Bortles there. Greg, <laughs> Greg the got string. scared and drafted three quarterbacks. We were all like, what are you doing? You guys zig, I zag. You know, we have... <laughs> you zig, I zag. Yeah, we have some one quarterback teams this year, which is astounding to me. So, you know, I just cornered the market... Pretty balanced team overall, you know, pretty even between running back, wide receivers, unlike Tom, going with just a lot of wideouts. You, Derek, going with a lot of running backs. Yeah, let's talk about that. Is, was that somebody's bonehead move? Oh, my gosh. Angelo, wow. get up here. Angelo's bonehead move of the day brought to you by Next Man Up. <laughs> Please sponsor this segment. Wow. So our boy Tom drafts not one, not two, but three wide receivers in the first three rounds. And his keeper was Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's that's yeah. four running backs off the board oh, immediately. Oh that's some gosh. bad juju right there. No, yeah. Yo, there's juju. some bad juju around Steelers camp right now. Big Ben concussion possibly. No, like, no, what's no, going no. on? Uh, Le'Veon Bell's holding out. The concussion protocol. That was news. It's fine. He's good. He got up saying he was fine. The doctor said he was fine. It's going to be fine. Anyway, Tom's leading rusher is Derrick Henry. (laughs) Now, if you would have told me that his leading rusher was Derrick Henry, maybe, I don't know, three weeks ago, I'd be like, strong pick, Tom. Strong, strong pick. I don't think I ever would have said strong pick. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know about that. But you don't go and pick up a guy like Deion Lewis. Not to use them, man. I'm and he got he got a boatload of money too. A boatload of money. They're yeah. going to get some use out of that, man. I'm thinking two downs, probably second, third down rusher for Deion Lewis. Derrick Henry's going to get a few touches, pro- hopefully at the goal line. But yeah, I think we'll have a similar season to what he did last year. Really strong at wide receiver, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams. I think are both going to have very strong years, but. Yeah, wow. but you can only start three of those guys in any given week. It's it's porous. Yeah, yeah. There, there there are some holes in that lineup. So he's probably either sitting Juju or Doug Baldwin. Sitting your keeper. Week. See, I don't yeah. I don't think he can sit Juju with <laughs> his team name. He has too much That's love for Juju Smith. Juju, Juju unit. 
And may I say, the new receiver coming into Steelers camp, James Washington, Ooh. has flashed Yo, he's a good. ton of potential. Oh, no. he so that could nice. be a big threat to Juju's production. Derek, are you scared? Yo, what's going on in Pittsburgh believer, with all of these like random, really good wide receivers? That's like, the only thing we can draft. Emmanuel Sanders, Martavis Bryant, like just what's going on? Maybe in the sixth round. A, a, what's, you remember when Mike Wallace was nice? Yeah. Do you remember that? that was yeah, Yo, Mike Wallace is currently on the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, oh yeah. Making a comeback. Oh, uh, my God. Good luck with that. That was Ben making him nice. Contrary to what Jalen Ramsey will say. Oh, yeah. It's fun. I, I have a lot of love for Jalen Ramsey. We're going to... We're gonna just forget all about that. <laughs> and uh, my my bonus pick for the uh, bonehead move is in our league. There were not one but two kickers drafted in the ninth round. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In a sixteen round draft, Zerloin and Goskowski went in the ninth round. Big reach. Big reach. Big reach. Huge reach. Went before some start, some starting and good backup quarterbacks went. Went before some really good flexes, some flyers. The thing that, the oh god, the thing that gets me is all three kickers that got drafted before Carson Wentz came in the ninth and tenth round. That that was a mistake. Yeah, there's still value to be had. Man. There, yeah, there. That was that was an issue. We're, gonna, were, we're th- gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, those two kickers <laughs> were picked ahead of Corey Davis. Jack Doyle, Sammy Watkins, Carson Wentz, Fat Rob, Sony Michelle. There were some real valuable picks to be made, and instead they wasted them on kickers. I mean, we never said we were smart. We were uh, drafting with smart people. I believe you said you draft with idiots in the last podcast. Yeah, we, we, yeah. I said, yeah, it, I said it, it stupid people. Basically the same thing. Yeah, don't it, mean it, to misquote you. It does make the draft very unpredictable. Yeah, absolutely. So next we're going to be talking about biggest steals in the draft. I'm going to kick this off right now. Angelo actually got a pretty nice ro- rookie running back in the back of the ninth round, the 10th the, the pick overall, right on the turn, in Royce Freeman. So basically, you know, I really wanted Royce Freeman, but I was trying to take advantage of my league mates because I know that none of them really do research. And, uh, you know, these rookie running backs oh, really go... No. <laughs> a lot of them don't do there research. I'm sorry. And a lot of these rookie running backs were were able to fall. For example, I was able to steal Carrion Johnson in the 14th round. So that's that's a big, big move for the uh, Detroit backfield that I, I feel like he, he could win the, the uh, workhorse back roll um, over LeGarrette Blunt in that backfield. Um, but getting back to Royce Freeman, I just really think that this guy is going to win the starting job. In Denver, you know, coming out of Oregon, he was the seventh most productive uh, college player of all time. Um, I believe that Devontae Booker is still um, keyed in as the starting running back there, at least for the time being. But I feel like Booker is going to make nice work of him. No problem. That was a very good value pick that I really just got greedy on. I needed to secure other pieces of my team. I neglected my wide receivers. I only had three in the first, like, seven rounds or something. Um, so, good pick, Ansh. Thank you, Derek. I, that really means a lot coming from you, honestly. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a new car, and it's a, it's a Rolls Royce. Oh, yes. Rolls Royce Freeman. Vroom, vroom. They're currently splitting the backfield right now between Devonta Brooker. That'll last till week three. <laughs> and Royce Freeman. And I just really like what he did at Oregon. 60 touchdowns. Um, he likes running the football, boys. I think I think he's gonna finish as a as a uh, wide rec- or a wide receiver as a running back uh, too. Uh, def- definitely higher than the uh, wi- uh, running back twenty. So it's, that's that's my hot take. Certainly with Le'Veon Bell and Jordan Howard in front of him, decent decent flex. You got some roster out. construction elements going on there. Oh yeah, you got to do that. You got to build your team, man. I'm gonna have to go with someone who actually wasn't too high on going into the draft, but where he fell. I love it as a pick. Going to Johnny D and Super Camario, Corey Davis in the 10th yeah, round. That's a good pick. Uh, in some of the mocks that I'd done, in some of the rankings I saw, I thought Davis was pretty high. Going a little bit above this, some people were jumping on him, saying that he was going to have a real like bounce back year, do some good things in that Tennessee offense. Really wasn't feeling some of those early rounds, but as it kept creeping later and later, he was looking more appealing. And for him to be snagged in the 10th round as the fourth wide receiver on that team... 
I could see him finishing as the second wide receiver on that team, only behind AJ Green. I think that they're gonna that there's gonna be a lot of really good things coming out of Corey Davis. And I feel like, you know, Marcus Mariota is somebody you really got to bring up whenever you're talking about this. You know, Marcus Mariota was not good last year, but I remember how efficient he was the first two years. He was just making throws left and right. You know, Chip Kelly almost traded the entire Philadelphia Eagles team for Marcus Mariota whenever he was in control of everything. Um, and Corey Davis, yeah, did, I just shuddered yeah. at the thought of that. Greg right? literally just there. had a full body dry heave like in front of it. But um He's an Oregon boy. He is an Oregon boy. Um but no, and I also I also was a Corey Davis owner last year and I know he was banged up. I know that the connection between him and Mariota wasn't all there. Um, I was looking at Richard Matthews like late late in the draft, but he's injured as well, so I just didn't know where to go as far as this uh, Tennessee uh, wide receiving core went. Um, and Delaney Walker was picked in the fifth round. I'm pretty sure we didn't we didn't cover that, but um, that's that's a huge bust, man. Seth Seth is just joining our league, the guy who picked him, and I don't think he really knew what he was doing, honestly. <laughs> he took him over Greg Olson. Like, what are you doing, Seth? Well, not just that. It was just like probably two or three rounds too early to be drafting tight ends unless their name is Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, or Rob Gronkowski. And I'm thinking as far as steals go, a little bit biased, but I like my own pick of Jimmy Garoppolo at round 12. That's a good pick. Pretty good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Just because he's been going, what, like round five or six in other drafts? Mostly. He's going early. I think five and six is is definitely definitely – too high. I don't yeah. think he's going around there, but he's going around like seven, eight range. Yeah. And you got him in what round was it? Thirteen. Uh, Twelve. Beginning of twelve, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. The, he, so. Keith was on the other side of the turn, so he got him in in the first pick of the thirteenth round, which I think is a huge steal, especially if you believe in Jimmy G and the things they're doing in San Francisco. Yeah. If he plays like he did last year, I just hope five, he can score some touchdowns, man. We'll see. Devonta, or not Devonta Freeman. You got Jarek McKinnon, too, so you basically have a stranglehold on the entire San Francisco. Uh, Believing in Kyle Shanahan. There you go. All right, so I'm not going to lie to you. The late rounds got a little bit hairy for, I want to say, the entire league. (laughs) However, there was a man by the name of Gregory. Greg Avazi. That uh really stayed solid the entire draft. Baby G. Uh, I want to say Sammy Watkins was uh, a fantastic steal. Thank you. Um, you don't pay that man to not use him once again. He's going to get a lot of uses uh, out of uh, Patrick Mahomes. I wanted that pick, by the way. Sammy Watkins, I wanted that pick. Yeah, Snag I, it right in front of you. They're, they're going to throw the deep ball this year. Believe it. And Sammy Watkins is a deep ball specialist. And with that being said, I think Carson Wentz going in the 11th round? Ooh, yeah, wow. That, that was a fantastic steal. Let me read off some of the quarterbacks that got taken before Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan, Phillips Rivers, Kirk Cousins. There were a total of nine quarterbacks that got drafted before Carson Wentz this year. And I got to tell you, when we were coming into the 11th round, I was like, there's no way. There's no way he's going to fall to me. If he falls to me, I, I, I've got to jump on it. And Greg was all over it. And I just want to temper expectations as far as Carson Wentz go, goes. You know, coming off the knee injury, there's got to be some regression as far as touchdown goes. There was a crazy, crazy metric coming out from Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson, which Greg both owns as far as, you know, just touchdown efficiencies. I think it was like... Once every six throws was a touchdown for Deshaun Watson last year. It was literally Will Fuller on a deep ball every single time. And he's got Hopkins, too. So it's just like, I feel like the talent's there. I have him inside my top five as far as QBs goes. But I don't think he's going to have as stellar as a season as last year. Well, and I think my rebuttal to that, at least with the Watson-Wentz comp, is Wentz showed that he can sustain that over a much longer period of time. So while there is still that potential for the regression, you look at those offensive pieces, a lot of them still coming back. You look at that system that's in place there for Wentz, and as long as he can get that knee healthy, as long as he's in good health, I definitely see there being some regression, but not enough that it's going to make a substantial fantasy impact. I tell you what, he does not look like a quarterback that had an ACL injury. 
he he's looked fantastic. He's looking good in camp. So kudos to you, my friend. Can you tell him to throw the ball to Jai for a couple couple touchdowns? Um, no, I would not like that. No, can you please do that? Like actually, <laughs> like. Come on, dude. Need help me the, out. Need all the help you can get with that. Oh, don't <laughs> give me that, I man. Like Jay Ajayi nah, in I, the fifth round is a value. I think, oh, I think well. Corey Clement will be the starter by the end of the year. I, oh, I, I don't know about that either. Oh, that hurt. Oh, oh man. Committees scare me, though, man. Hottest takes in the world here. But it's just like, and Darren Sproles is going to be involved, too. But, like. Again, what what am I if not discussion worthy? Yeah, that's 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 basically it. Jay Ajayi just isn't a pass catcher. Over who said there. who yeah. said that Greg Avazi is a crazy person? Like, was that that was, oh, that was, that was oh yeah, yeah. no, it's at the end of this podcast. PPR, I got a bone to pick with you. Yeah, Keith Keith was able to listen to the first two episodes of Next Man Up, and he goes, "What? Greg is off his rocker right now." Thinking. What what was what were the crazy cons? It was uh, oh, Baltimore it was... has like a four win season or Tra- something. Trubisky over Mahomes. Trubisky over Mahomes. I do want to reiterate yeah. that was for this year, not for the career. Allen Robinson in the third round. Allen Robinson. Where did Allen Robinson go? It was, I want to say uh, like six. Fifth. fifth. I'm fifth. telling you that Nagy fifth offense in the turn, off the chain. Third round. Mitch Trubisky bro, over Mahomes is not a. Crazy Yo, I was able to get Trey Burton. Trey Burton in the 10th round. That's my low investment. <laughs> Angelo's a man of sense. The prophecy. I get it. And a non-Jordan Howard believer as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. After that trade with Tom two years ago, that's just that's my platform now. I don't know, man. Back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. Better offense, probably. Yeah, but I, I, a, I see a lot Jordan, of run on those legs. I see Jordan. No, got Cohen he, no he ain't been in the league that long. They had Forte before. that. He's, I think he's been in the league. Three years, four years, Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think he's, it's he's the third year. Back. Yeah, I, I don't see many issues with Howard. I don't see Allen Robinson going in the third round in any draft ever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I don't. Know, are, are we in Chicago? <laughs> like, is that a thing? I, I <laughs> maybe mean, there? We're in Penn State, so there's there's the other side of that. But um, you still got the fifth round of the turn. Like, I'll put it like this: based on our draft, and I'm not saying I would have drafted him in the third round because I did not. But I would probably take Allen Robinson over Shady McCoy this year, and Shady McCoy went in the third round. Yeah, that was a bad pick. Well, Brandon's Brandon's just gonna be cheeks this year. Like, yeah. let's let's be honest. Come on, man. Like, although he did finish as like the number ten running back last year or something. He did very. He was a running back one last year. Yeah, but I'm just worried about this the suspension. <laughs> like, and all all the stuff and he the has terrible, going on. The terrible happens. offense <laughs> off the field. Yeah. There's gonna be massive offensive regression. In Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and the offensive line has been dismantled. Like, Richie Incognito retired. I think they shipped away another another piece yeah, of the offense. So they're now missing the most line, underrated man. quarterback in the game. I don't know what that offense is going to look like this they year. They have, yeah, they have a rookie behind the line. Like, I don't care if he's cold weather. Like, that's not, that's not a good situation to be in. He throws the long ball. Although, have you watched Josh <laughs> Thank God that's what Shady McCoy does. I actually did, I did not get a chance to watch Josh Allen. Dude is looking pretty good. He's going to be fun to watch. I saw Calvin Benjamin's um, touchdown where he jumped into uh, the stands and everything. That was hype. Uh, I didn't know he was a trash talker. I was like, I didn't, I didn't catch that story. Him and Cam <laughs> Newton, there's animosity. Like, Next, we're going to jump into which roster, which overall roster, which overall team, which overall champion contender scares you the most. I'm not going to say Angelo. because I it know be, you don't want to. It would be too easy. And I already said that I was you scared for week, week one. one. I already said I was scared for week one. it's looking rough for you. It's not looking good. <laughs> it's actually, I only think that you're going to be a favorite by about six or seven points. It's a lot of fantasy. That being said, Pittsburgh plays Cleveland week one, and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk, talk about Greg Avazi's uh, team right now. So, I'm just going to break down, you know, going over the starting lineup and contrasting it with Angelo because he's another contender. Greg got Todd Gurley, and Ange got Le'Veon Bell. I like Todd Gur- Todd Gurley over over Le'Veon for this season, considering the holdout, a potential slow start, and uh, just just you know the the pass catching ability and the touchdowns. You know they're they're gonna be they're gonna be similar. It's really a toss up between those those guys for me. Antonio Brown o- over Michael Thomas. I feel like um, so An- Angelo would win that one. Tight ends. You got Zach Ertz versus who's your tight end, Greg? 
Olson. Oh yeah, Greg Olson. Greg Olson. I feel like that's that's a toss up. That's for me. a toss up. And that I can think Ertz. that could be up and down any week. Like, yeah, Ertz. Ertz definitely. I feel like has more has more. Um, you know. Stability, honestly, I'm worried about Greg Olson's uh, like foot injury. Can he come back? Can he be 100? percent What's going on in Carolina with the targets? Like, uh, is DJ is DJ Moore going to step up and be and be the wide the top target, or is it going to be is Greg Olson going to continue to retain like his role as the number one? Greg, we're very evenly matched. Yeah, you'll, you'll make a worthy adversary. I got Eileen I Gregg on the running back two, Dalvin Cook over Jordan Howard. I definitely think yeah. the only thing that scares me there is uh, Dalvin Cook is going to be splitting work with Latavius Murray, uh, just coming off of his ACL tear. Uh, so that's some that's something to monitor. I don't know, don't know what split that's going to look like. Latavius Murray, the touchdown vulture. Uh, quarterbacks with Aaron Rodgers versus Deshaun Watson. I think I like Rodgers better. I think with I that. have the slight edge there. Yeah. Even though Deshaun Watson's got the potential, I've just only seen like yeah, four Rogers games. Rodgers got the so. consistency. I, I, I know what Aaron Rodgers can do. Yeah. You know? And you know, if man's a machine. If Rodgers was around, I would have picked Rodgers over Watson. Like, good pick, good pick. It's it's honestly, it's like, do you believe the hype? Is what it comes down to. Like that could honestly be a toss up, but like I really think that Aaron Rodgers is in a tier of his own when it comes to talent, and he's just the. He's just the expensive car that nobody can afford. Like, but he dropped to the sixth round, so it's like that's. He sure did. Uh, yeah. I was like, what? 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 First, first quarterback <laughs> off the board, but surprised that it took so long. What's going on? Oh my god. Um, who else? Who else scares you guys? Does anybody uh, jump out just looking at it? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. It seems like most teams have good picks, but then a lot of there's some said, pretty no, dumb picks on the board. Me. So I'll be looking at a roster and like the first three picks look good and that's like oh bust you know right yeah yeah I mean of course you yeah look at looking at John DeFlurry he's got Will Fuller in the fifth round Devin Funches in the sixth round that's that's cringeworthy for me I think you can justify one of those picks I don't think you can justify both of them yeah. back to back he starts off strong but I gotta tell you what Keith another strong draft season um, I hope that, so that backfield. That that backfield it has a little bit of risk in it. There's there's a little bit of unknown. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. I don't know how much C.J. Anderson is gonna. C.J. Anderson. Yeah. I don't know how much he's gonna take his shares. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Time will tell. He's definitely not a, a three down rusher. Can he uh, handle it? Can he, he handle the workload? He, I two yards per carry. Uh, on average last season. That I was, think he was better than that. It was like 2.1. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, better. So yeah, better, yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, a little bit of a regression towards the end of the season last year. Uh, Duffy won't continue 40-point performances like he had against New England. I'm just scared of, you know, the mustache man, Andy Reid, you know, commanding that <laughs> offense. I don't know. I don't know when Kareem's going to be involved. I don't know I when they're going to... They certainly will be running the football with a, a young quarterback, but... Yeah, honestly, it, as a contender... There are a lot think, of good picks there. I think my own roster scares me the most. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Tune no, your own horn. I got, I got a lot of injury potential. Do you hear this I guy? got some risk. I'm worried about my own roster. Oh, yeah. okay. That's oh, okay. I don't. I don't mean I'm out. Yeah, right. So it's I mean, actual fear. It's not fear of other teams. It's yeah. fear of yourself. Yeah. Okay. I can say though, if that team comes together, that's a scary team. Like that again. There is some yeah. risk there, but you will tell. Your team does scare me. I tell uh, you, it's Josh not, Gordon, another risky one. It's not an even team. It's like there's there's not a lot of. Unity there. Demarius no. <laughs> Thomas is his number one wide receiver. Your players aren't getting along in the locker room. <laughs> and you know, other than uh, Keith's roster, what's kind of scary to me is the two teams I'm scared most of. Both were some of the teams that I ragged on for drafting kickers in the ninth and tenth round because Johnny D's team, his team's looking good. Looking I like that good. a lot. D- despite picking Zerling in the ninth and the Wolf Faller pick, yeah. That and despite that, I'm not scared of Johnny. Come on. <laughs> oh, but but you got to look. Corey Davis, Alan Hearns, Fat Rob. That's some great late value. Mara, it's not the sexy Mara, picks. Mara, that's for sure. Freeman, Green. That's a scary team. And then Angelo, m- m- mutually being scared here. Oh yeah. Even though he picked Justin Tucker in the tenth, still looking at that Rogers, best quarterback in the game. You got Brown. You got Bell. You got Ertz. You got Howard. Like. 
there's just so much going on there where I definitely would not have drafted the way that you drafted, but you somehow still managed to put together a pretty scary team. So big ups for that and look forward to competing with you this year. Good luck, my friend. So moving on to some player news, we we couldn't we couldn't start the segment without uh, mentioning that uh, the running back out of, out of Washington drafted in the first round, first round, second round, second round, second round. Darius Geis has torn his ACL, so we're going to be looking to Fat Rob Kelly uh, to pick up Fat the Rob. starting role. Yeah, I'm I'm really a fan of Fat Rob. Johnny D actually made that pick just knowing that Fat Rob banks like three touchdowns on the Dallas Cowboys, and I beat him by, like, ten points. <laughs> Look, man, Alex Smith is a back-friendly quarterback, all right? He's going to get that man the football, and every, it's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. That was fine. that was another potential steal candidate, too. He went real late. Like, what, 11th? 11th, 11th round, yeah. round? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's good. If you can get a starting running back in the 11th round, like, that's a steal yeah. in any case. So, shout-out to John. For the value pick. Uh, moving on, Des Bryant is visiting the Browns. I guess he saw Tyrod chucking it to Jarvis Landry in a preseason game or something. It was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. I should check that out. <laughs> that looks pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> we should also mention that Josh Gordon has oh, left man. and returned to training camp. We go to Angela Madison Jr. for the full take now. Breaking news. No. <laughs> uh, see, the thing about a lot of the scumbags in our fantasy league they, they don't do any research they don't they don't look anything up they just go with what name sounds good and although my friend Keith over here has a pretty pretty strong draft this year yeah what's that team name Keith uh, the three Pete Traegers. The three Pete Traegers. <laughs> oh, Jesus God. he's calling it out he's cursed himself just now Jesus. I, I listen. I I tell you what the the Josh Gordon thing. I like. I get it. Value value pick if it if it works out for you. It's definitely boom or bust. But yeah, some of the reports coming out. Very very worried about. Very nervous. Um, there was a report the other day saying that Josh Gordon had returned back to practice, but he wasn't cleared by the NFL to practice or play. Uh, He's in the, the non-injury uh, illness protocol. Then there was a report today saying that there's a chance that he could start week one. Coach doesn't sound extremely confident in it. He's, it's, always, it's always been this one step at a time thing where it's yeah. like, what is actually going on here? Uh, could we get something solid uh, coming out of Brown's training camp saying that Josh Gordon will be a key part of this offense this year. I I just want to see it before I can actually go with that. I had Josh Gordon last year uh, coming down the stretch. Uh, He did a a few good things. Uh, He wasn't spectacular by any stretch. He did have Uh, Deshaun Kaiser throw into him. Deshaun, yeah, that's that's another issue. He had Deshaun Kaiser throw into him. Definitely an upgrade at quarterback this year, but I'm concerned. I heard Des Bryant. I'm also concerned. <laughs> I heard Des, Des Bryant is looking for a one-year prove-it deal, uh, trying to get his money, trying to get himself back on track. Because if he doesn't get he doesn't get this done, he's basically waiting for an injury to happen in the preseason or camp um, to re- to really uh, take advantage of a team. Um, so let's just talk fantasy implications. Let's pretend that uh, Josh Gordon. You know, I, I hate to say this, but let's pre- let's say that Josh Gordon retires slash checks into rehab tomorrow. Um, how do you, how do you adjust Jarvis Landry if Des Bryant makes the team? Where would where would you rank him? What do you what do you guys think? How do you guys think the, these um, receivers will finish? Well, if it's just in terms of talent and just reps, you definitely got to go Jarvis Landry. Um, he he's certainly at this point the number one wide receiver on that team. Uh, he's definitely getting the most reps. Uh, he's getting the most time in preseason, the most time in training camp. Uh, he, he's definitely the, the, the guy on this uh, wide receiving core that you can trust. And then it gets a little hairy. 
I think Jarvis Landry is going to be a target hog, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I think, I think he'll be very valuable this year. He always has been. I don't think he's going to get as as many targets in Miami just because uh, as as he was – as he was in Miami, um, just because there's there's actually talent on the Browns roster, if you can believe it or not, this year with with the offense overhaul and everything. Um, but I still think, especially if Josh Gordon is out, um, he he's going to be a PPR monster. Yeah, I don't see if Des if Josh Gordon's out and Des signs with Cleveland, I really don't see a whole lot of fantasy value in Des. Maybe just stash him on a roster because you never know. But we have right. a matchup to look for, boys. He's he's gonna be like the Adrian Peterson of last year. Yeah. We're gonna be like he won me one game. Yeah, yeah. There was there was one one hundred yard game in Arizona. <laughs> Joe Hayden versus Jarvis Landry, former cornerback oh. of the Cleveland Browns. It's gonna be exciting to watch. I'm I'm gonna have fun watching that. I'm also gonna have fun watching Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Clap uh, brown cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so moving on, we have the Penn State. The prodigal son has returned to brilliance on the football field. Saquon Barkley ripped, ripped off a 43-yard run in his first ever touch in the NFL. Guys, did you see this? Like, I was watching live. Like, granted, it was against the Browns, but I was like, oh, oh, go, 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 go. I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking my baby. I'm fucking, oh, I love him. Uh, hey, listen, <laughs> once again, I had the, the first overall pick this year. And it took every bone in my body not to go with Saquon Barkley. It took everything I had. I think it's a good call. That you I, it, though. I, it, it was the right decision, but but it paid for God, it. God, man, I, I really wanted to watch Saquon Barkley uh, every every week. It, I don't think it will haunt me, but I think he's gonna have a good year, boys. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to be as good as people are projecting him. Yeah, certainly. He's not, he has high expectations. Yeah, he's not an excellent between-the-tackles runner. You said 39-yard run in the preseason game, but then the next three carries went for four total yards. Yeah, right. That's so fair. He's, yeah, he's kind of a big, you know, good for one or two big runs a game. And then he's Mike definitely a home run hitter. But. Yeah, home run hitter, exactly. Well, on top of all the unknowns coming in, you figure, you know, Rookie running back, new offensive coordinator. How's he going to fit into the offense? He also sustained a minor hamstring injury in practice. It's going to nag him. It's going to nag him. Uh, Hamstring injuries are the worst whenever you're talking about running backs because they keep coming back. One day you'll think it's fine. Then it it, um, flares up again. You're going to have problems. Um, So the Giants in general are going to take it easy on Saquon. I'd be surprised if you see him at all during the preseason. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think I would draft Saquon first round either. Uh, mm, no, no, hold the break here. Right. I, I don't think I. I, would. I think that he's I worth a second. mid to late first round pick. I would agree. With I that. disagree. Uh, certainly not second overall. I think you may see Jonathan Stewart steal a couple carries up the middle from him, just because he's not. Like I said, he's not an excellent between the tackles runner. We saw last year when defense was above the box against him. Doesn't you have to be a good defense? Terrible performances. But you I love Saquon. Let me get that out of the way. But I am, I am very skeptical. You can't keep loading the box when your two wideouts are Odell Beckham and Sterling Shepard. You just you can't. Odell's the one you're worried about. I'm worried. I, and I don't know if that if, lines. If I'm a defense coordinator, I'm worried about Sterling Shepard. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not nearly as worried about Sterling Shepard. I mean, certainly. I mean, as I am Saquon, and, you're worried yeah. about both. But I got I brought some stats in for you guys on Saquon. Oh, here we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Our new resident so, statistician. Yeah, he seriously. Was, it, was, it was it was his Heisman to win, correct? And yes, three, the correct. three games that for, lost uh, through him the first seven weeks of that season, it was his to lose. Yeah. These the three games that lost him it were Ohio State, Indiana, and Rutgers. Ohio State. 21 attempts, 44 yeah. yards. Oh. Very bad performance. Granted, number nine defense in the nation, you say, all right, you know, they were prepared for Saquon. Like, you know, that's a fluke game. They barely lost that game, though. But we, then. We barely lost. Yeah. But then he goes to, or, no, Indiana at home. Would anyone say Indiana's a football powerhouse? They're, they were certainly a good defense last year. They were, they, they, they were, they were not them. They were a top they Big were Ten defense. 27 in the nation. Not terrible. That's not terrible. Yeah. But. 20 attempts, 56 yards, 2.8 yards per carry. At home, this is the game where he really fell out of the Heisman race. The efficiency. Yeah, yeah. very bad. 
And then last game, Rutgers. Terrible defense, 72 in the nation. We ran 14 up to attempts score on Rutgers. 14 attempts, 35 yards. Yeah, what was the final score of that game? yards per carry. They didn't need him. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good for, NFL running back. Now, yeah, so, but that doesn't explain 2.5 yards a carry. I, I want to go back to exactly what Angelo was saying, though. And as much as I like stats, those stats are loaded. Because you look at what teams do, especially the one game that comes to mind for me is the Northwestern game, the Indiana game as well. These defenses sold out to stop Barkley. They knew they were going to lose the game. They didn't care about getting embarrassed as far as the score. They cared about not letting Barkley embarrass them, not letting Barkley put put up the highlight plays. That's what they wanted to stop. That's why his performance dipped in those games. They didn't care about winning the games. They cared about not getting embarrassed by Barkley. That's no, not I'm, what's going to happen think, in the NFL. I think he'll be a good NFL running back. All I'm saying is I think everyone's a little too high on him, and he's going to have some bust games like he did last year. That's he's going to have some rough, rough games. Jacksonville right. week one. That's not going to be a good. It's going to be a rude awakening. I think, I think it rips off the one big run and makes it fantasy worthy, but I don't. I don't think he's. Going I to think he steals a couple touchdowns. I really do. I think he steals two. I think like one seventy-yard touchdown, then like ten more carries for ten total yards. <laughs> this is coming from the resident Jacksonville Jaguars defensive Woo-woo. owner as well. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. They can't handle you, Jalen. <laughs> they can't handle you. Oh my God! Every quarterback you, you sucks. Trash doctors. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Odell can't handle you. Oh my God! Okay, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this one to uh, Angelo and Keith. Uh, what's going on with Big Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, he's fine. Concussions? <laughs> concussions? All right, honestly, I don't concussion, even concussion collusion coincidence. Yeah, oh, what's going yeah, on? Can we, can we just talk about this for a second? Did anybody see how hyped it was on ESPN? Yeah. That yeah. Ben Roethlisberger went down. I mean, like it was. The tent's out. <laughs> it was everywhere. Ben's down. It was that. That's that's what they. Came into on Sports Center. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then the report it, comes wait, out. We're talking about LeBron. That's crazy. That was, <laughs> I I could have swore it was LeBron. And the next day, he clears uh, concussion protocol. I he's fine. He he got up saying he was fine. It was like, I'm not worried about him. He's good. Yeah, this is not news. I don't even know why we're talking about this. Is right it now. is it fake news? It is fake news. It's not even fake news. It's just false news. news. <laughs> I don't know why it was news at all. It's news news. They just wanted yeah. to make a story and it didn't become. So I just want to say that the fantasy draft hasn't been hasn't been over for twelve hours yet. Maybe it's a little bit over twelve hours because we slept and everything in there a little bit. Um, but a trade offer has already been made for a team that obviously had some regrets. We're talking. Brandon has suggested the trade. Um, of Mike Evans to John DeFlurry for a Mr. A.J. Green. I, wow. I, so first of all, let me just say, the, the trade gods have, have come down and they, they've rained on us because we, I think we had two trades? Two or three. Two, it was like, it was something crazy. There's one week. preseason. There was, there was one preseason and then there was like one or two trades like during the regular season. It was absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. I don't know why teams had such confidence in their, their teams. Why are they teams. so stingy? I don't understand. What's going on? Just let me get rid of David Johnson. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, I wow, Brandon is going to have a rough year this year. Uh, Mike Evans was far, far, far too high. Yeah. Jameis Winston's not going to be there first couple of games. Um, is that his quarterback? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. That's not his quarterback. But the Tampa he, Bay but, quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but Mike, Mike Evans is a touchdown machine. I think a lot in part to um, Jameis Winston. Um, and there, there is just a lot of unknown in this in this roster. It's it's not a bad roster by any means. Don't get me wrong. It's it's not the worst team you could have drafted, but. There, I, there is a um, lot of I think that Brandon was definitely trying to take advantage of Johnny in this in this trade. AJ Green's a top ten wide receiver. Mike yeah, Evans. AJ Green's gonna be fine. Yeah. Mike Evans fine. with Jameis Winston's definitely gonna be outside the wide receiver one range uh for the for the first um or for the whole season, but definitely for those first four games where he's got Ryan Fitzmagic uh throwing <laughs> in the ball. Throwing six picks. Oh my god, that, that was awful. <laughs> he he had good picks with Landry in the fifth and maybe Engram in the sixth. But on the whole, I really just did not like that draft strategy. Whether you're looking at Nick Chubb, sure it's the last round taking a flyer, but even going further up, James White in the seventh. 
McCoy too early, Evans too early, Yo, Matt McCoy Ryan as your only quarterback. Oh, absolutely. I I, I just I, I don't understand what he was thinking. First, first of all, uh, just Brandon, I just want to say your cheeks. Um, I don't appreciate your team Shout name. You, I don't appreciate your team name, Gordon over over Allen. I feel like that's uncreative and also hurtful to my feelings. But also, I'm, si- I'm sitting here. You drafted LaShawn McCoy in the third round, and the dude's going to get suspended. Like, there's so much stuff going on off the field. Like, what's going on? That gives me anxiety. Like, Even if he doesn't get suspended, that offense is going to be terrible. It's got it, it's oh, the offensive line is gone. It's disintegrated. The quarterback's gone. They're playing with cardboard cutouts out there. They got Kelvin Benjamin. They're gonna be throwing the football all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Killer <sick>. bees, baby. <laughs> and I'm sitting here. Tyreek Tyreek Hill is the biggest boomer bust option. Like literally, he's on fire, or he's getting you 40 yards a game. Like I actually like Tyreek with Pat Mahomes and the deep ball, but. Yeah, I mean that one that one preseason touchdown was was actually pretty sick. But like you said, the one preseason touchdown, it's right. boom or bust. Like if he's not scoring a, on a seventy yard play, I he's not he's not getting you ten catches a game. And this it's PPR this year. There there's some concerns. Evan Ingram's not gonna have the same targets as he did last year, man. Like, you can't just look at last year's numbers. Like, you got OVJ back. You got Saquon. Jimmy Graham kind of... With Rodgers? Yeah. That's scary. Dude, I saw him in the preseason. He, like... They look good. He eviscerated one of the defenders. Oh, my God. He embarrassed him. I was like, is is Jimmy Graham back to New Orleans, Jimmy Graham? I was like, I... I... I don't know. Um... But Aaron Rodgers just came out saying, like, they've really wanted to establish uh, some rapport together. And my Steelers got torched. Yeah, he made Terrell Edmonds look like he wasn't even there. First round draft pick, Terrell Edmonds. All right, guys. Um, so, first of all, I just want to thank Keith for uh, coming, coming out on the show, gracing, up, gracing us with his presence, his Anytime. stats. That, that was just wonderful. Uh, do you have Do you have anything you want to plug? Anybody you want to shout out? You know, on the show. No, no, I'm good. No okay. shout, no no, shout, out no to shout outs. Okay, cool. I'll save the shout outs for another podcast. All right, sounds good, buddy. <laughs> um, I just want to let everybody know. Um, oh, first of all, um, let me let me shout out to fantasychamps.com for hooking us up with this really dope draft board. You're gonna see it on the social media. It was so so satisfying placing our stickers on for oh, our, for our stickers. players. Stickers were great. It was great. It was, abs- it was absolutely wonderful. Boys, do you have anything to shout out? Uh, definitely shout out to my boy Derek Rieger. Um, I'm coming for him with Reckless Abed in week one. <laughs> shout out for the commish. Uh, I have no respect for his team, but respect for the lack of collusion so far and getting those draft results in ESPN pretty quickly. And I just, just want to let everybody know that you can follow us online, uh, on social media, at Twitter, and on Instagram, at... Next Man Up Pod with one P uh, because we're amateurs, Next but Pod. we try to make it professional. Um, but other than that, this is Derek Rieger signing off. The Houston Texans defense special teams wins championships. Sign our, my friend. <laughs>